it's Warhorse and Warhorse's pal Boner. And we're here to tell you that you're listening to the uh, Rough House podcast with Marty and Kristoff. You know, Marty the Mangler and uh, Kristoff the uh, Jack. Uh, no, I don't want to say that. But I'm glad you're here. Glad you're ready to listen to this shit. Clean out your ears. Shut your mouth. Open your eyes. Because it's time for that good, sweet podcast. Behold, a podcast for the ages, recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Roughhouse Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task, complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Kristoff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rough House Podcast, episode number 292 for September 18th, 2022. Hi, everyone. I'm Marty. And I'm Kristoff, and uh, we're approaching that big round 300 number. Oh, man. <laughs> we are. In, in know, two uh... months, we will be there. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very strange. Uh, but uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for, for joining us, as always. Thank you uh, especially to our, our patrons, Patreon, patreon.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast, where uh, you got more episodes than ever this past month, as uh, we we had to have an emergency record, yeah, uh, to catch up on on the brawl out, gripe bomb shenaniganry. <laughs> uh, but uh, this week, uh, I, I think we're back to kind of a a, a steady, stable hand, Chris. Uh, le- legitimately, I'm looking at you know we cover maybe a tenth of it, but I I just pull links that we could possibly discuss mm-hmm. over the course of the week. Yes. This is easily the shortest the list has been in weeks, if not months. There not okay. not a not a lot has happened. Some not a lot things of have earth happened. Earth-shattering uh news. No, no, not nothing nothing amazing, nothing crazy, but before we dig into our normal mixture of pro wrestling news and notes, I wanted to provide something that is always helpful, and that's perspective. Okay. So, of course, the professional wrestling world rocked these past few weeks, you know, whether it was the retirement of Vince McMahon and the ascension of Triple H and Stephanie to the throne of WWE. Uh, Maybe you're looking at AEW, the the backstage commotion turned viral as CM Punk went into business for himself uh, in the post all out presser and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Along with him, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega getting into an actual fight backstage, resulting in multiple suspensions and the vacation of of two of the major belts in AEW. Well, Chris, the -hmm. world of competitive chess is currently dealing with a uh, scandal that, that possibly rivals those in terms of its scale scope and absolute ridiculousness. Did, uh, did the Queen's Gambit 2 not get a second season? Is that what it is? <laughs> I have not heard about a, a continuation of the Queen's Gambit, uh, which makes <laughs> She's sense. a little busy now, I think. Yeah, she's she's very busy. That reminds me, what's it called? The Menu? That looks really good. Yeah, I'm uh, here for that. I that, really want to see so, that. Ray Fiennes and Nick Holt and her and... Uh, yeah, uh, uh, 
<laughs> fucking Judith Light. Fuck it. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Who's let's, the boss? Let's Judy. Let's do yeah, it. I think it was, if correct me if I'm wrong, that was written by the guy from Succession, Jesse Armstrong. I think I, I think you're correct. I yeah. think you are correct. Which pal, by yeah. the way, got to got to watch it. You know, got to watch gotta it. open Sunday here. OK. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure you're not watching football all day, so no, I am not. <laughs> I or am, am I. <laughs> well, uh, Chris, I'm just going to yeah. go ahead and dig into this. Uh, I'm not going to read the headline because, well, that just shows the hand. Okay. Uh, this story comes from globalnews.ca, but this has been talked about everywhere. A major scandal is rocking the world of competitive chess after the shocking defeat of the world's top chess player by an upstart 19-year-old. Okay. On September 4th, Hans Nyman beat Magnus Carlsen, the world chess champion, at the, uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this correctly, uh, Cinque Field Cup in St. Louis, a tournament boasting a prize purse of $350,000. Hey, for chess, that ain't bad. Yeah. Uh, The outcome was a major upset. There were only 10 players participating in the competition, and Nyman was the lowest rated chess player in the batch. Yet he somehow defeated the best chess player in the world, bringing an end to Carlson's 53-game unbeaten streak. Wow. A day after the defeat. Suck it, Undertaker. Yeah. A day after the defeat, Carlson abruptly and unexpectedly withdrew from the tournament. He announced the decision on Twitter and shared a cryptic video of Jose Moreno, the Portuguese soccer manager, saying, I prefer really not to speak. If I speak, I am in big trouble. So he cheated. Well. Chess fans took the video to mean that Carlson was insinuating that he lost because Nyman cheated during the game. Carlson is not publicly clarified uh, on that. Uh, let me bounce to the fun here. Rumors of cheating spread like wildfire in the chess community, eventually culminating in a theory that Nyman had used vibrating anal beads and chess AI to defeat the world champion. <laughs> Uh, wow. Well, uh, I would like to uh, bow down in fealty to our new king for using <laughs> vibrating anal beads in order to win a chess match. Uh, bless. Yes. Bless. Yeah, I, my undying fealty is, is <laughs> has been pledged to whichever one of those names you said did that. Uh, I am here for it. Uh, Nyman uh, denies the allegations that he cheated and even offered to play a game fully nude to prove that he was not using anal beads to feed him moves. Wow. King shit right there. So uh, I'm trying to work out the logistics of it. So, okay, the anal beads are inserted. Uh, So first first thing, we have to check the tape of his gate walking to the table. So if if it's a normal stride there, you know, then. A, he's either uh, he's not wearing them, or B, he's done this frequently enough for it to not affect him in right, that way. Right. Uh, two, I'm curious. Well, as to- well, let, let me just say, I think yeah. also if he's doing a lot of like power lunges, uh-huh. that that's a guy who is clearly overcompensating for what's going on. <laughs> yeah, doing the uh, the butcher, uh, you know, <laughs> knee thing when he walks. Yeah, the knee walk. The knee walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Doth protests too much, exactly. uh, friend. Exactly. Um, and I'm I'm curious as to uh, like the logistics of, of of the AI working. So would it? But 
how how do you how does it cheat? Does it give you like predicted? Does it tell you which move statistically is the best to make? Well, does it vibrate once for A, twice for B, knight to queen? You know, how, yeah, you, yeah. how does it, how does it work out? That's that's. I, my... I, I'm not sure how the signals work, but the the people who have uh, proposed this the theory say that there's an accomplice using like uh, you know a, a a chess trainer on a computer that is vibrating the next best statistical move to make. So it's like a warming sensation for Rook, you know, yeah, you know I, and then to, <laughs> to A5 or something like that. Well, maybe it's that's just, the thing. Maybe it, maybe it's because, you know, uh, each each block is, you know, sort of called out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something like, you know, one buzz for A and then A5, <sighs> one buzz, pause, five. Maybe it's, an you know, a, a, a uh, uh, what's it called? Um with what they use for SOS, um, Morse code. Morse code. Maybe it's a Morse code system. Uh, okay, you know, may, right. maybe that was how uh, he he was trained in this. Now, the only smoking Ooh. gun beyond this, man, is smoking that, something. Uh, it, it was pointed out that uh, uh, our nineteen year old boy Hans Nyman, uh, he had his account removed from Chess dot com. Huh. Uh, it, it was not. Um, it was not explained, uh, why specifically, but, uh, it, it is, uh, apparently due to cheating on chess.com. Wow. <clears throat> I would, I, I'd imagine like the, the, the webmasters or admins at chess.com is like blue haired lawyer from the Simpsons walks in with like <laughs> Leopold was like, you're being taken off chess.com sort of yeah. situation yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think you'll I wouldn't, find I wouldn't our defendant the, the the chess uh the chess mafia you know the the <laughs> the chess illuminati out there who are really you know running the chess game behind the scenes here uh those yeah. people you don't want to fuck around with yeah so you know pro wrestling has CM Punk eating muffins and trying to ice down his uh his torn tricep with seltzer water but. Professional chess has has vibrating anal beads. Like that's I'm, that's an absolute victory for professional chess here. Today. Netflix, bro. Uh, yeah. you know, the Queen's Gambit did super well. Yeah, you know, chess. Run sells. it back. You know, run it back. Uh, I yeah. I mean, uh, if you want me to write, I'll write. You know, I'll, I'll executive produce. I'll, I'm offering my services. I want to be uh, want to be a part of this project. Well, if that wasn't ridiculous enough, the World Wrestling Federation. They're doing Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul in Saudi Arabia. So there are thoughts here. Yes. First thought is, why are you wasting this match in Saudi Arabia? Because they get paid a lot of money to do it. No, I I understand that. But they get paid a lot of money regardless. Yeah, yeah. I, I, feel I like guess the, maybe they're like, they're supposed to deliver something of a a, a specific level because otherwise, you know, this shit would have been a a house show from the jump. No, uh, uh-uh. no. You this this so? is this is no. This is a a a SummerSlam or a Survivor Series headliner. No, no, no. no, no. What I'm I saying mean, is, like, if 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 WWE were going to handle the Saudi Arabia deal in the aggregate. Oh, oh, as the Saudi were, show would be like a house show, not the Logan Paul match. Right, right. No, no, no. Gotcha. Logan Paul, Roman Reigns, on paper, it's... It's a money match. It's a money match. Say what you will about both of those individuals. And believe me, we undoubtedly would motherfuck both of them uh, over the course of this <laughs> conversation. But th- you have the top name in WWE versus 
what has been one of the bigger drawing names between him and his brother in combat sports in recent memory. Yeah. So crazily enough. Yeah. So mock it all you want and we will, but I understand why they're doing it. Sure. No, I have, I have no problem with them doing it. Look, I, in the SummerSlam episode, I went on record in saying that this yeah. guy, Logan Paul, is going to be a big fucking deal because he, yeah. you know, super athletic. He, 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 I feel like he gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, being able to perform the shit and, and understanding why you're doing it, those, that's, that's A1 and, you know, number one and number two of, of being a pro wrestler at a, at a certain stage. Even if he so, makes a much better natural heel than the face in it that he currently oh, 100%, is. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But I also feel like Roman Reigns, sure, he is the heel, but people still fucking love him yeah that's true that that is that is very true and uh the the way they've been handling the bloodline with uh sammy zane as the unofficial uso uh, <laughs> certainly is not uh not changing that opinion of uh of the the public there in fact i think they just released a sammy zane unofficial uso t-shirt i'm not even joking I good think that, no that, capitalize that, on that <laughs> i think that's actually what it says on Look, the shirt i'm not but, watching but I, I yeah yeah no no things, we are these are, we are not watching this match. But <laughs> on paper, it's like okay, I I get why they're doing it. It's just uh, what a a sudden uh, moment for Logan Paul to have. I mean, literally the wheels for this w- got spinning this week because yeah, Roman Reigns was on uh, what's it called? Impulsive, unpulsive, whatever it is. The, the Logan Paul video podcast thing. Okay. Triple H was on a few weeks ago. Uh Uh, Roman was on there and Logan said, you know, the, the dream match for him is Roman. And they announced on uh, SmackDown on Friday that that would be the plan. And there was going to be a Las Vegas press conference, which happened last night. Mm -hmm. Uh, smart move because there were two major fight cards, (laughs) In Las Vegas last night, there was a big boxing show and there was a UFC show. So a lot of mainstream combat press covered this because they were in town anyway. Here's a question. Do people under the age of 50 watch boxing? Uh, You know, I don't know. I, I feel like there was a period of time with Floyd Mayweather and mm-hmm. and sort of the, the superstar fights he was doing that it, it was drawing, uh, obviously, between uh, Logan's uh, fighting, but more importantly, his brother Jake Paul's fights. Mm-hmm. There was certainly a time. Yeah. Although uh, I believe Jake's drawing card is vastly uh, decreasing, uh, even as we speak. Um that 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 drew in a younger audience for boxing than what you know we were accustomed to okay um but it is definitely not we 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 do not have the late 80s early 90s tyson evander holyfield sure yeah there are not stars there's no heavyweight for sure right right there there's no stars of that level i mean in that yeah. Sport. I mean, you had a Pacquiao for a number of years. Right. You know, right. your Mayweather. You know, I remember Vitaly Klitschko. He was another heavyweight, but he was a Uke. So, you know, that's yeah. that was my draw to him. But, um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's weird because, you know, I know boxing still, like, you know, puts on these big shows in Vegas and AC and, and, and things like that. But I just, yeah. I never hear anything about it. I never hear anybody talking about it. Like UFC, sure, it's not in popular as popular as it was, you know, years ago. But there's still people who are into it, and I will hear talk about it. And I hear, 
you know, except for like when a Creed movie comes out and everybody's all into boxing again for five minutes. I yeah. uh, and, and rightfully so. Those movies are fantastic. Absolutely. But, Look uh, forward to the third one. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, but and by the way, Michael B. Jordan was at one of the uh, one of those big fights last night. Yeah, I, I think uh, it was a Canelo, Canelo fight last night. Yeah. 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 Because he's going to be in Creed three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I never, I just never hear people talk about boxing and it always yeah. feels like the, and maybe it's just the mindset of, you know, the old Rocky movies of just a bunch yeah. of, you know, drunk old white people with their tickets <laughs> in the air, you know, I put my, put yeah. my life savings yeah. down on you kid, you know, sort of situation. I, I think, and you know, this is a, a, a digression and, and something for people who are m- more well versed, but <laughs> the impression that I get of the boxing game the money, money, Boston's are great. Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, except for Dickie Barrett's uh, fucking loon. Now, anyway, is he? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a reason why he's not an announcer on Jimmy Kimmel anymore, and uh, oh wow, it has to rhyme with Schmoronavirus. Oh boy. Um, okay. Uh, my my impression is that the current state of boxing is not that far removed from the current state of pro wrestling or even let's say pro wrestling five years ago where you have an aging base of fans who they're figuring out how to draw more money from. Right. It's like a smaller audience that is paying more. So on paper, it looks like a bigger industry. Gotcha. uh, But it is not necessarily growing new fans. I mean, hell you can say the same about baseball right now uh, because you know, baseball really, I mean, I, I don't know anyone under 30 who watches baseball. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a couple, you know, a couple uh, of my trivia teams that are in their 20s and they'll pay attention to the O's game when it's on while I'm doing a trivia game. But, yeah, I don't you're, – you're probably right. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not taking the time to get cable and watch Masson every single night right. to watch yeah. the Orioles play. Um, yeah. And – it, I, I think it's a similar thing with boxing, where if you are super into boxing, you could probably list, you know, these these quality players uh, or not players, sorry, fighters. Uh, no different than, you know, a few years ago, if you were to talk to a wrestling fan, you'd be like, oh, there's this guy, Daniel Bryan, who's really fucking good. But right. he is not Hulk Hogan. He is not, you know, this the, uh, uh, this mainstream star who is redefining, you know, what that industry is to people who don't pay attention to it. Yeah, well, yeah, to be fair, I mean, obviously not a Hogan level, but Brian more so than a lot of the other WWE people of that that era. And a lot of that, shockingly enough, is due to Total Divas uh, and Total Bellas because uh, – and I don't think I mentioned this on the show. A couple um, – couple, like a month or so ago, mm-hmm. I was doing my trivia on a Wednesday and I have AEW on the TV and yeah. there's a Danielson match on. Yeah. And one of the – like she has to be – early 20s sure uh, i was like oh that's brie bella's husband up there this isn't wwe and i had to like yeah. explain you know what happened right you know, right, what, right what's going on and stuff like that and yeah. like somebody recognized brian danielson on tv from from total bella so that does exist it's just obviously admittedly nowhere near the level of uh recognition that uh, hogan had right right it, it, it you know again I, I don't necessarily think it means that like the industry is, you know, turning, uh, turning bad. You know, when right. you think about fighting. Same uh, about pro wrestling. You know, technically the industry is the strongest it's been in, you know, decades. But I, I do think there is an element of it's more that they are finding more ways to get money out of the same fan base. Gotcha. So therefore, yeah. it, it appears to be growing. 
big digression there. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get that in Saudi Arabia. It's gonna be uh, Logan Paul, Roman Reigns, and his uh, third match ever. Yes, uh, <laughs> like WWE Crown Jewel yeah. November five. So we've got a month and a half of build okay. for this match because mm-hmm. Roman ain't working Hell in a Cell. So, uh, or sorry, not just Hell in a Cell. He ain't working uh, uh, Extreme Rules either. So, okay. um, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. You got to think that the person who's totally once again fucked by all of this is Drew McIntyre. Uh, well, I mean, he had his he had his big match in front of his his homeland, which he uh, lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, he became world champion at the only WrestleMania without fans. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they took the belt off of him and it looked like the big moment was going to be, all right, we're going back in front of fans and you versus Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this is going to be mm-hmm. your big moment, Drew. And he lost. Mm-hmm. And then he got built up for this big moment in quote unquote, his homeland. And he lost. Yeah. Yeah. So, his home kingdom. Uh, yeah. Look, I mean, maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe I just don't it, understand why they treat him this way. He He is such a, <laughs> A, a pure He's a foreigner. Bread. That's why. But he doesn't even have a weird accent. Like he is, <laughs> he is everything that you would think they want. Yeah, he's he's tall. He's not unattractive. He's got a great build. He can talk. He, he can looks wrestle. like a fucking uh, romance novel model. <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah, that's you true. You put him in a pirate shirt. Like, yeah. come on. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't have a good answer for you. And I mean, he did the thing that they always tell people to do. Well, if we cut you, you know, build your name back up yeah. and show us that we're wrong. And he absolutely yeah. did. He was a blueprint for that. Yeah. You know, gender did it. And where, is gender even still signed? I think. I don't know where he is, though. Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That just popped in my head that he was a world champ for a while there. Popped in your head like his pimples popping between his shoulders. Hey, got, got a little touch of the rouge there. <laughs> anyway, uh, elsewhere in WWE this week, uh, the women's tag team champions changed hands as the uh, thrown together duo of Aaliyah and uh, 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 Raquel Gonzalez. Yes, Raquel Gonzalez. Thank you. Uh, dropped the belts to the damage control duo of EO Sky and Dakota Kai because they wanted to swerve you, brother. <laughs> Kai and Sky, let's go. This yeah. is so close to Kai and Ty. I'm like, you're, you're right there. You're right there. Yeah. Like, just bring over Ty Mello, and then you can do Dakota Kai, Kai and Ty. I mean, this shit writes itself. Well, we might be talking about that considering Sammy's playing sad boy on social media this week. Oh, gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, they celebrated the one-year anniversary of NXT 2.0 this year by seemingly <laughs> deciding to just <laughs> run it back to black and gold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you had to know this was coming. Oh, I yeah. mean, <laughs> It can't be super sloppy double dare forever. Yeah, yeah. And look, I, I don't think I watched a single episode of the, the Rainbow Era of NXT. Um, I saw some GIFs, and obviously we've talked about it on the show, but wasn't uh, wasn't my thing. And that's not to say this new version will be, because they're not signing pro wrestlers anymore. They're just signing fucking college athletes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, is that program still a go? Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the regime? next line. Yep, yeah. still, still no, a thing. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, and, and in case you're wondering how well it's going... They decided to uh, move the North American title uh, off of uh, uh, 
Oh, God, what is his name? Carmelo Hayes. Okay. Uh, they decided to move the title off of him onto Solo Sokoa, who is a heel on the main roster as part of the bloodline and just recently turned on the aforementioned uh, Drew McIntyre or attacked the uh, Drew McIntyre at the uh, Clash of the Castle pay-per-view. Uh, he so, got a hero's welcome in NXT 2.0 on Wednesday and is now the North American champion. So he's going to be doing double duty? He's going to... I guess. <laughs> and I mean... I guess part of the the coolness of it is, you know, uh, another bit of gold for the bloodline sure. and and all of that. But, um, man, just real, real weird. All right. Okay. It's still Brown Breaker as uh, the guy. <clears throat> yes, he's still a champion, uh, although they taped uh, uh, NXT uh, for the next two weeks in advance. Okay. Uh, so the September 20th, September 27th shows. And uh, it, it looks like that uh, not only is uh, Braun Breaker not done with J.D. McDonough. Who? Uh, J.D. McDonough is the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, J.D. McDonough is the former... Uh, oh, God. Oh, Irish the... Uh, uh, Jordan guy. Devlin. The, Jordan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, not Finn Balor. Yes. Former Jordan Devlin. Uh Spoiler, if sorry, spoilers for NXT 2.0 coming up here. <laughs> okay. JD McDonough beat Tyler Bate in a number one <laughs> contenders match, so it looks like, oh, we're going to have Braun Breaker and McDonough again. But Ila Dragunov came back from injury and inserted himself into the fray, so it looks like okay. a three-way title feud okay. is a coming. And then uh, the uh, recently engaged Mandy Rose, still the uh, women's champ down yes, there? Yes, yes. Okay. She, she became the ultimate women's champion in that three-way match with... Uh, uh, B. Priestley and uh, Miko Satamora. How fucking. How did Tino Sabatelli, of all people, land Mandy Rose? I don't understand this. I don't know, dude. I mean, that guy seems like a. He, being the former football player that he is probably helps. I guess. I mean, I don't know. He, that guy was just a nothing. <laughs> but he looked the part, which <clears throat> is the thing. I, I guess. You know, he looked like, I mean, it was a it was essentially a Jersey Shore gimmick yeah. or, or look, uh, I, whatever. Hey, good for that. I hope they're happy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, the video comes out. I'll watch it. Yeah. 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 Wishing the best here from all of us at the Rough House podcast. <laughs> hey, let's go here sooner than we normally do. Big week for AEW as we get ready for Grand Slam on Wednesday night. Uh, we had the first returns from a suspension of a number of AEW talents. Uh, uh, Michael Nakazawa, Christopher Daniels, both of whom were then sent to the Tokyo Game Show to work matches with a bunch of random DDT and uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro stars. Um, what yeah. does what's what's Nakazawa's backstage role? Uh, he is. Kenny's assistant, and he also uh, serves as a liaison for all the Japanese talent. Okay, all right. Yeah. I was wondering, you know, that's a that's not a bad gig. You know, no. that was that was always, that was always my career trajectory. It was just follow Justin's coatails, like, <laughs> not, like Knock is doing to Omega, and uh, I'm glad it's working out for Knock because it didn't really work out for me. Yes, yeah, sorry, you got stuck. <laughs> <with me. laughs> Um, but, uh, Brandon Cutler also back backstage. But, Speaking of riding coattails. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as is Pat Buck. Um, uh -huh. so they're, they're all back still a steel, uh, CM Punk, Kenny Omega and the young bucks are all suspended. 
Omega not allowed to actually be a part of the presentation of AEW at the Tokyo Game Show, even Due though he was suspension. in Japan. Yeah. And clearly visiting other booths. Uh, yeah, when apparently he got scanned to be in the next Yakuza game as well. Yes, that's that is correct. So good for you, Kenny. I mean, that's yeah. that's turning. Uh, 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 what is it? Lemons in the lemonade, right there. Yeah, you know, and he got to hang out with Kota Ibushi, which melted my heart. Yes, Kota Ibushi rocking a six hundred dollar t shirt. <laughs> of course he is. He's Kota Ibushi. <laughs> He's a himbo. I mean, this is the definition of himbo. Yes, a uh, massive himbo. Uh, yeah. But as we were talking about, Sammy Guevara. Uh, got his boo-boo face on on uh, social media this week. As, Let me guess, uh, after he lost on Wednesday? After he lost oh, yeah. on Wednesday, uh-huh. he's now doing the posting black and white photos of career highlights. Took out uh, AEW from his bio on social media. Oh, brother. Uh, talking about it. I was, uh, got a big announcement on the vlog this week. It's, it's definitely not that he's leaving. Because I, I will say this. One... It would be good uh, if he did. <laughs> I, I will say this. One, uh, there's no way he had only like a, you know, three and a half year deal or sure. something. Right. Yeah. Two, where the fuck is he going to go in WWE? I mean, yeah, he's tight with Cody. Yeah. But like, I, I don't foresee a spot for him. Not to mention, I'm pretty sure his new wife would be like, that's a terrible idea. You yeah. shouldn't go. I mean, they already have a ricochet who does everything better and is not a garbage human being over there. So well, why, why? Uh, we don't know if he's not a garbage human being. His his dating history. Well, I mean he, that he at least uh, <laughs> recreationally recreational Yes, hangs out with garbage. <laughs> well, I mean, so- you know. sorry, listeners, if I seem a little out of it, it's been a long weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. So at, at, that we know ricochet. Well, for sure, it definitely does everything, all the moves. Yes. Smoother. Yes. Uh, and at least is not as outspoken with being terrible human being, I yes. guess we'll put it that way. Yes. I don't he, know. He, he is not as terrible on paper. But Sa- Sammy's not a Cody-level needle mover for WWE. Co- no. Sammy's no. another guy over there. Yes. Very much a dude at that point. But good riddance. I mean, if that's... <laughs> Look, it's crazy because I was huge on you know high on sammy when he first started man he has nuked every amount of goodwill possible uh and it's it's kind of i mean it's kind of a meteoric downfall actually let's let's go ahead and talk about that because AEW dynamite this week as a part of the grand slam tournament of champions it did kick off with john moxley versus sammy gravara i thought it was a pretty decent match and i will say that the booking that they did on Rampage with the the run in from Tay and and Anna J mm-hmm. causing Darby to lose, mm-hmm. I did wonder if Sammy was going to progress. If only so they would have Danielson absolutely stretch him in front of however many thousand people they're going to have at Arthur Ashe Stadium next week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't think there was any chance he was going to win. Fair. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's John Moxley, um, and I think on paper, a much better, more interesting match is Mox versus Danielson, and I'm very much looking forward to those guys beating the shit out of each other again. Um, but um, I, I, I honestly, I thought Sammy got way too much offense in really? for John Moxley. Yeah, I was expect. I, I don't. I didn't think it was going to be like a full on, you know, under a minute squash, but I didn't expect it to go as long as it did. Okay. 
Okay. But that's just me. Maybe that's my personal biases just coming through there, but and not thinking logically. It's just thinking, you know, with my heart instead of my head, I guess. Yeah. Um, my dislike of Sammy Guevara, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, and it was it, it was a fine match. I didn't really have uh, problems with it, but um, yeah, that's you know, like that, the worst thing I can say, and it was it was sort of a problem all evening long. Was the crowd? Uh, where were they in Albany? Uh, uh, I believe you're correct. Yeah, sounds right. They were really weird all night. So like, yeah. they, they would uh, they would lose their shit for any entrance. Mm-hmm. They would lose their shit for um, people who they recognize. You know, WWE, XWWE yeah. people. They would lose their shit usually for a finish. They got that Danhausen pop though. Yeah, but like the actual match itself Crickets. could not be bothered. Yeah. So it, it, it made for some strangeness over the course of, of the night. Um, but I, I, I thought the match was solid. Uh, and as we said, Moxley ended up winning, uh, floated out of the GTH into the death rider, which is now the official name of the, the high angle, uh, DDT in mm-hmm. AEW as well as in new Japan, which it should be. It's a much better yes. name. Oh, it's, it's a great name. I mean, um, I didn't like paradigm shift, but that it's past. Yeah. And also I, I do like the, the idea that the paradigm shift is the double arm DDT, or the the double underhook DDT and right. the Death Rider is the high uh, angle high double angle. underhook. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. so I, I I think I think that's a good delineation there. Yeah. Um, plus, again, Darth Rider, uh, Darth Darth Rider, Death Rider, Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader sounds badass. Um, again, my apologies. It's been a very long weekend. Uh, Put your teeth in Marty. <laughs> trying to be a professional here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Excalibur then said that MJF was causing a scene backstage, but uh, they had to go to, to a commercial. Very mm-hmm. WCW move there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fans, we gotta go. Um, MJF stormed to the ring, talked shit about John Moxley. This ran a bit long again. Mm-hmm. I think part of it was because of the crowd. MJF was probably very focused on trying to get them to boo him, and boy, did he figure out how to do it as he just started tearing at the alcoholism. Of John Moxley, um, yeah, that's you know, it's a little, it's a cheap, it's cheap, but it worked. Uh, and he took a moment to warn Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson to not get in uh, his way, but it was all about Moxley, which kind of tells you more than likely Mox is winning on Wednesday. Even though I really think Danielson as champion uh, would be pretty fucking killer. Well, yeah, I mean, if not now, when? I right. mean, Mox has already held the title twice. Yeah, who who won the match at All Out last year, or was it Double or Nothing this year when when the BCC formed? I forget who won the match. Uh, was it Brian? I, th- I don't even remember. Uh, and it was that Revolution. It was Revolution. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I I can't remember who won it. Um, let me go ahead and take a look. AEW. I think Revolution I think Brian won. And he like earned the respect of of John Moxley. Well, they kept they... slapping each other afterwards. I remember. But then Regal came out. Yeah, Regal came out. Uh, Moxley defeated Danielson. Oh, Moxley. Okay, all right. See, see how good my fucking memory is. Uh, but MJF then brought out Stokely Hathaway and the Firm, and the whole concept of this is uh, they are a stable on retainer for MJF. So mm-hmm. they're not really his stable, but he, you know he keeps them around if he hired needs. guns. Yeah, if he needs literally guns. And uh, <laughs> Stokely even took the moment to say that, you know, the minute that these guys don't have anything to do, we're all going our separate ways. So I, I thought that was interesting. And 
I was of a mixed bag on this. On the positive side, Stokely Hathaway on the mic is great. Uh, yeah. The, I, I really want a t-shirt now that says, uh, hang in with House of Black watching Living Single. I, I, I need a t-shirt right? in my life. That was the sixth single reference I got in a week. I forgot what the other one was. Oh, it was it was Keenan at the Emmys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like hell yeah. <laughs> Throw some fucking love to Living Single. That show is fantastic. I love that show. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sto- I also have a thing for Queen Latifah, which is weird. But Stoke was great. <laughs> I'm choosing to ignore that. Stoke was great. <laughs> hell, man, and- I give you softball. Just <laughs> what, for fall too? what are you doing? I, I, I thought. I thought. Stoke was, was was fantastic in this. And then what I liked was he basically set up three different feuds yeah. in a few minutes. Sure. However, those few minutes were still like 20 following easy 10 of MJF. Yeah, this 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 all went way too. I, I don't think, you know, I don't think they needed to be done back to back. I don't think ni- either of those people had to have as much time as they took, yeah. uh, which I feel like affected negatively the uh, the the tag match. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it, it chipped some time away from that, which, you know, if you rob me of Lucha Brothers time, then you're going to have some heat for me. Right. So there's and we'll get into that match in a minute because I have fucking thoughts. Um, <laughs> I think everybody can figure out what they are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it accomplished motivation. It established yeah. who they were, why they were. Yeah. But just concise, a little more concise is all I'm saying. There. Yeah, uh, I, I will say the. Um, the awkwardness between Stoke and Morrissey was a 10. Uh, yeah. And, and if this is how they do it, I, I may actually become a fan of Morrissey in this. Uh, I, don't, I don't dislike Morrissey. I just don't need him there. Uh, no disagreement. That said, who would have thought hair dye was the one thing Lee Moriarty needed to go from <laughs> hot prospect to look like a fucking superstar? Simon Phoenix. Yeah. Like, it's, it's <laughs> that vibe. Uh, yeah. Uh, he looks like a star now and I, I, legit like you put on like an orange shirt and uh some denim uh <laughs> fucking oshkosh bagosh and go full simon phoenix and i'm i'm buying a t-shirt yeah uh and and uh moriarty designs those shirts and they're all fucking rad so let's go yeah for that's that right too. i have one of his shirts i have the the uh dan and cm punk one. Oh, there you go <laughs> uh but yeah, he rules, and uh, th- knowing that he's going after the pure title, which means he's going after Danny Garcia, fuck yeah. Let's do yeah, that I'll watch that match every day uh, of the week. Gun Club wanting tag team gold makes sense and also kind of tells you who's winning at Grand Slam, if you didn't know from the segment later on in yeah. the show. And Ethan Page right. wanting the All-Atlantic title? Sure, that's that's something you can do for the Big Canada show. So yeah. I get it. Yeah, no problem with that. Plus, Pack versus Page, Ethan yeah. Page, comma, Ethan should be really good. Yeah. If he's still the champion after uh, after after uh, Wednesday Grand Slam, which <laughs> that may switch yeah. up. We'll find out. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So then we had Jungle Boy go against Jay Lethal and goddamn has I don't think there's anyone in AEW has ever gone from white hot to ice cold as quickly as Jungle Boy. I mean, just opening his mouth does that, but then you put him in there with these assholes, and then it just yeah. <laughs> it just gets, just gets worse exponentially. Like, on paper, this match was very good. Yeah, but there's no heat. And yeah. I don't care about like, either. I, of them. I, I didn't care. Like it was, it was exceptionally well done physically. What did but it I don't give a fuck. Though? Yeah, 
Okay, who, so, I don't even remember who won. Jungle Boy won? Jungle Boy won. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, everybody beats Jay Lethal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I just, what is, you know, I don't know. We cut to a training video of uh, Hook in action Bronson, and Bronson cut another fucking money promo on 2.0. Right? Yeah. So, hell yeah. Those damn sports entertainers. Oh, yeah. Taste of the title. Taste of the title. Alex Marvez was backstage, said he couldn't wait for Grand Slam. <laughs> And then he introduces New York's top <laughs> pizza maker and wrestler, Luigi Primo, who said, I'm making a pizza, and then got immediately booted in the face by Ethan Page. This is comedy to a T right here. This is, it was just, it was it was a chaotic, like, 30 seconds. Yes. And, I, and then, what, Dan Housen showed up, too? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just, whew, man. Uh I love the idea that Dan Hales. Oh, actually, I guess technically uh, this is all Arch Cassidy's fault because, in, in theory, he's responsible for Dan Housen. Uh, that that Dan Housen was basically the, the the plug in the sink of all the meme wrestlers, <laughs> and now that he's been let in, they're just slowly flowing in. Like Dan, the dad's probably next, and War Horse I mean, probably pop back had a cup up. of tea. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, this, wasn't Orange Cassidy really the first though? Oh, he was. Uh, it it just it you know Luigi being tied into Danhausen in this moment. Fair, you know, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, that was the perfect use of Luigi Primo. I just, <laughs> yeah, it no. was it was all it needed to be, and and it uh, it also called back to something I really loved in the early days of AEW, where just the backstage is like the fucking Muppet Show. Yeah, it's like, a living environment. Yeah, uh, I, I, I forget who it was. I feel like it was Proud and Powerful against somebody. But do you remember in one of the early Dynamites, they're yeah. brawling and they knock open the bathroom door and then the OC is just, OC just there. He does the yeah. thumbs up and that's it. Like suddenly Orange, Ca- sudden Orange Cassidy was a meme for a while. It was like a yeah. couple times that happened. Yeah, and that's all it needed to be. So yeah. uh, I, I saw a lot of people get their panties in a bunch about this. And of course, my personal favorite, uh, Jim Cornette. Did you see this? Yeah, of course. Did you see this, boo? <sighs> oh, guy. God, and there was a fucking cornet guy in the front row who almost ruined the go-home segment of the show. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Darby Allen had a video shown of him uh, from Nitro Circus this past Friday night backflipping a tricycle, which is funny because I thought this past Friday night he was on Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, they don't – they will say when it's live. You know, they I don't know. say when it's not, but they will say when it's but live. Come on, my kebabe is a uh, is. I, I feel like I feel like Justin should get like a handshake for putting those two together because I feel yeah. like he facilitated that. Oh, he hundred percent did. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, and you know what? We should take credit for it too, just because we're <laughs> vaguely involved. <laughs> he is on this show once, sometimes twice a month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you have to pay for it. Five dollars. Patreon.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. Schlegel Soapbox coming up in a couple weeks. Anyway, that they showed that and then Matt Hardy was cutting a promo, which means I immediately started to fall asleep. Uh, because we <laughs> need a Matt Hardy match in twenty twenty two, apparently, and it was gonna be Matt versus Darby on Rampage. It's a show you've been waiting on. Yeah. Uh, not not with matches like that. Um, <laughs> Powerhouse Hobbs murdered Powerhouse. a tiny Twinkie jobber. Yeah. Uh, In like 30 seconds. It was, yeah. it was crazy. Uh, so, again, it's one at the bar while while I'm hosting my trivia. And um, one of the guys from the teams, he's like in his 50s. And, like, you know, he'll, he'll look up at the TV and has a, no – 
you know, knowledge of pro wrestling's in and outs. He, he runs up to me as I'm about to read a question. He's like, did you see that little guy just got destroyed by that big guy in like 10 seconds? I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was the old squash match. You put the big guy in there with a the little guy, have him beat him in a, in, in, in a minute and make him look even more of a badass. And he's like, oh, nobody will believe that he would beat him. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, post-match, Hobbs took the mic, said it only took him four minutes to defeat Ricky Starks. Time for a new chapter of the Book of Hobbs. Out comes Ricky Starks from the crowd. He hits the ring and spikes Hobbs in the head with the microphone, which they didn't leave on, so you didn't get that great bop noise. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hobbs retreated. Starks stands <laughs> tall, and this must continue. Yeah, and on Rampage uh, or on Dynamite proper. Uh, I, I don't. I don't recall. They're doing a two-hour Rampage. Uh, yes, it, it, it both shows two hours long this week, both from. Arthur Ashe Stadium. I'll, uh, I'll tickets still available, which is, uh, I mean, yeah, obviously you don't I mean, have the marquee. Uh, they've Daniel sold Omega over eleven thousand tickets, so it's okay. going to still look impressive. But it is not the twenty-two thousand sold out that it well, was last time. I'm, I mean, now maybe that they've announced Brian versus Mox, Mox. You'll, yeah, you'll get yeah, a, you know, that'll that'll help walk up. Yeah, there there could be a <sighs> uh, a a good bump for that. Then we had Swerve in our glory defending the AEW tag team titles against the Lucha Bros. Um, oh, okay, here so, we go. I thought this match was good. I thought this match was far too short. I understand yes. the logic of the match, which is Swerve in our glory, especially since they're probably about to drop the tag team titles. Needed a notable win as tag champions i don't think they did they're the champions they're the champions what more do they have to prove they, they hold the titles they got a the titles they only defended the belts once though but they won and they're still the champions party well no oh, they, sorry, they defended twice. against the acclaimed defend against the claim too but still yeah. like i i understand the logic and i also Clearly, it it was a match people wanted to see because it ended up being the highest rated segment of the entire night. Or well, you got three Lucha thing. Underground um, guys in there, and oh, Keith clearly Lee. noted noted yeah. ratings draw Lucha Underground. I mean, come on, I forget. You, know, you, you get Killshot versus Pentagon Junior rematch. Uh, uh, right I'm sure here. that even their biggest fan on the opposite side of of this podcast uh, didn't even watch live. <laughs> Hey, look, <laughs> motherfucker, hey. I was working. Hey, hey. EW, I was working, brother. I had it was on the TV and I caught some glimpses of it. But I know, you I know, know what? If they were if they, they track the cable, the direct TV box at the bar, you're welcome. Yeah. OK, yeah. The original Wednesday Night War. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but seeing the Lucha Bros lose, I mean, it pisses me the fuck off, man. They Phoenix are champions. Pen- yeah, Phoenix and Penta are guys who you can slot into big main events at any time, and they're kind of Teflon. Sure, there's but. still going to be super over, but you know, it was starting to be a, become a problem with them when they would have all these title opportunities and then fucking lose them all until they won the trios championship, which thank God they did. Yeah. But you know, and now you, you're going to have Phoenix versus Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy looks to be regaining some kind of momentum, at least in terms of winning matches. So yeah. you're going to feed fucking Ray Phoenix to Jungle Boy? I sure the fuck hope not. I mean, look, I, I, it's 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 very frustrating for me as a uh, an Uber fan of these th- real uh, all of Death Triangle. Um, yes. And you know, if even loses, Alex. <laughs> Look, you know what? The guy does his job well. He really I can't does. Hate on, I can't hate on Alex. He's, he's a little you know? cringy. 
but he he does his job well, and he looked awesome. He just up like death from Bill and Ted's bogus journey. This is true. This is true. Uh, I don't know. It's just I I felt like there were other teams that could have been in this position instead of and, and I not to say I don't want to see the Lucha Brothers wrestle, which I do every week for yeah. thirty minutes each each week. But you could have had Butcher and Blade in there. You could have fucking had um, I don't even remember uh, Brody and uh, Buddy in there. I know they got another feud coming, cooking or simmering at this point. Yeah. Um, but still, it, it didn't seem like this was the best use of the Lucha Bros, and it just it pissed me off. Um, but again, I I did enjoy the match. Yeah, and I I just wish it was like five minutes longer. Yeah, it just it it, it irks me. Uh, it irks me when champs lose. Um, you know, to begin with, and two, when it's my my beloved Lucha Bros, I get a, my my uh, my knickers in much more of a twist. Yes, um, that step up destroyer on Keith Lee though was my god an all timer like that. that if that is not in the dynamite opener on mm. Wednesday, although you know what, this Wednesday they might air a different one because it's a special show. But that the needs Grand to be Slam the, show, yeah, yeah, that needs to be in the opening credits, hands down. Yeah, um, no, a hundred percent. So and, you know, uh, Phoenix, Phoenix, and Swerve in the ring together is just, oh yeah, is, no, is money. They're great because oh, God, I, I I keep I keep trying to to figure out where specifically he gets it from, but Swerve is pulling like this lucha, but also like British style mat workout where like he chains everything together, like all of his movements, mm-hmm. and it looked super awesome against Phoenix's yeah. stuff. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it, He's just a guy who I want to see go against everyone. And here's a guy. Here's a guy. Fuck. Give me uh, Danielson versus Swerve uh, in January yeah. in Seattle because they're both Washington boys. So let's do that. Yeah. Uh, which, and I saw somebody point this out on Twitter. That yeah. date of that Seattle um, Dynamite is the day of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. So uh, no so ZSJ would... Danielson, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, um, hey, fucking do it in Seattle. Well, no, you need you need Zack Saber at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I was going to say do it in Seattle, but yeah. yeah, that's a that's a bit of a bit of a bummer. I'm I'm hoping that some AEW, not just fucking Chris Jericho, uh, does something at uh at Wrestle Kingdom. I would say but, they could probably easily send Mox and Omega because it feels sure. like Omega and Osprey is all but a given. Yeah. at this point, yeah, pending yeah. everything else. <laughs> pending investigations yeah, and yeah, whatever nonsense and... Will Ospreay is going to get himself yeah. into in the next three months. <laughs> uh, so uh, <clears throat> after the match, the acclaimed came out and Max Caster did not rap again. That's two weeks now without Caster raps, which is just I'm... like, that's what got the guy over. No, I know, but I, I like the fire. You know, he, he's fucking pissed and fired up and he wants those titles and they will likely win those titles next Wednesday. So, you know, <clears throat> I'm OK with it. And I'm OK with short title reigns. Sure. Uh, you know, if it makes sense. And I, you know, I thought and I think you were on, on the same page at uh, All Out that they probably should have pulled the trigger there. Yeah. But, um, you know, this is a big match. And, you know, I feel like the the crowd is definitely 100 percent behind the acclaim. This going to be a big agree. pop. Alex Marvez and tried to interview Death Triangle backstage <laughs> again, which, which pissed off Pac. Yeah, Pac got up in his face and reminded uh, he was reminding Marvez who they are. I'm the current All Atlantic champion. Then out of nowhere, here comes an orange punch from off screen, wearing a black T-shirt indicating he's dark orange Cassidy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Tangerine Cassidy now. He picked up the mic and said that Pac wouldn't be double-double champion for long. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) So, hell yeah on that. Max sold it like it was like a fucking gun GSW to the head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> then we had uh, Britt Baker and Serena Deeb against Tony Storm and Athena. Um, this was weird, if just because a Deeb ends up pinning Tony Storm. Yeah, but B, you had Jamie Hader run down to stop the beatdown post match by uh, Deeb and Baker, but. <laughs> Hater still beats down Tony Storm too. Um, I mean, I know it's to set up the four way, but it just yeah, kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Well, the asterisk is that Tony Storm's head got rammed into a chair, and that's why she got pinned. Yeah. Um, but still, you know, she did. She's a champ and got pinned, which yeah, yeah, she, sucks, got, the, she but, got the crap beat out of her by a lot of people right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least it's justifiable instead sure. of just hitting, you know, a finisher, a regular finisher or right. something like that. So, yeah, that was our what one women segment of the, the of one the women segment of the night back in the old death spot, nine fifteen uh, death spot, nine fifteen nine thirty death spot, and then the main event was Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho. Uh, I thought this was worlds better than their match at All Out. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I I don't know if it's because I was tired as fuck then and I wasn't tired as fuck now. True. But I thought this match was awesome. Um, Excalibur putting over that Danielson's never beat Jericho ever. Yeah. Uh, And some really awesome submission moves and uh, psychology in the match. You know, a good story with, you know, the fucked up ankle of Danielson Mm -hmm. uh, as I guess Mox now just goes against people in title matches with fucked up feet. Uh, (laughs) Maybe that's his kink. (laughs) <laughs> Perhaps, uh, but uh, we got the uh, label lock as a finish, uh, a, a mean looking one as Danielson wrenches yeah. at the nose. Daniel Garcia does the uh, uh, does the Matt kid th- uh, thumbs up and nod, and uh, we're off the air as we get Moxley and Danielson as the main event for Grand Slam as the yeah. Blackpool Combat Club. I don't want to say explodes because they kind of beat the shit out of each other anyway. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think it's 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 an implosion or explosion. Um, I think it's just more of a, a testing of the metal of of the two of them again. Um, and, you know, the chops between Jericho and Brian, like yeah. those guys were they were those, their chests were hamburger, uh, yeah. which, you know, I feel like I feel like Brian just has this like weird sort of, you know, sexual thing of like just getting his you know chest beat to hell well i i think also uh i i've heard it talk about how he knows his his chest reddens and bruises up easily ah so he he likes to do chop battles because of that okay all right well i don't think jericho's does it he fucking laid into his ass oh no and uh he's he's got a torn pack too uh from years ago like he's got that that's why he's got that weird chest yeah yeah he tore his pack years ago never got it fixed and then apparently he did uh like some video chat with justin in the morning show the day after i want to find out a lot more about that yes uh me too next soapbox because it sounds like that went terribly awry well i i feel like you know, now knowing what happened the day after on Friday when Fozzie postponed their tour, uh, I feel like, oh, yeah, he has like a, 
uh, he had like a stroboscope uh, and he has like still bruising on his vocal cords. Um, wow. So the doctors instructed him to, to, to cancel the tour. So I feel like he knew about it at that point and was just wanted to be anywhere the fuck else. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that news oh, came buddy. out on Friday morning, uh, which was the reason they were doing that thing is to promote the Fozzie show in, at Baltimore Soundstage. Uh, yeah. And then the next day the show gets canceled. So that's uh, that's probably and, you know, probably dealing with a sore chest from getting the ass his ass kicked last night. Uh, you know, probably a combination of those two things. But, yeah, we definitely will ask Justin about that on the next soapbox. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I very much enjoyed um, the match and uh, for the reasons you exactly said. Um, and I really, really, really am looking forward to uh, to. Danielson and Moxley at uh, at Grand Slam. And man, I mean, I know we we're just a couple weeks away or a couple weeks removed from a pay-per-view. Yeah. But the Grand Slam shows, both both Dynamite and Rampage, are fucking stacked. And yes. there's a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, do you want to uh, just go into those or do you want to talk about Rampage first? Uh, let's see. I watched Rampage yesterday and I'm having a hard time remembering a lot of stuff that happened. I know, I know we had uh, Hardy and Darby. Yeah. Darby Matt, beat, so Darby uh, Matt, Matt Hardy. Hardy and then yeah. Brody King and, and Julia Hart show up to uh, beat uh, up. And, and Buddy, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, Buddy was there? Oh, no, Buddy Buddy got mentioned. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's going to be seeing. House of Black against uh, Darby Allen and Sting in a no DQ right. match. Yeah, um, they cha- they challenged them while basically choking out. <laughs> Brody was choking out Matt Hardy. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Um and then, yeah, remind me what else happened on the fucking show because it's all blank now. Uh, it hasn't even been 24 hours since yeah, I watched they, it. Yeah, they announced uh, Kingston and Gravara will have a match at Rampage. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh the Grand main. Slam. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a golden ticket battle royal on Rampage to get a title shot at, quote, a set date and time. So this was confusing. So yeah. they, there are what, four people on the picture for a battle royal. Yeah. But it's a regular battle royal. With yes. 20 like some people. Yeah. yeah. So why so, only put those four people on there? Great question. Maybe they haven't figured out who the rest are yet. <laughs> I mean, and okay. maybe some of those people are going to be in it after losing matches on Dynamite. Fair, but at least have like more than four showed, people on say, there, or have no Swerve and there. Keith Lee. Well, he, no, I, I I understand that, but yeah. either have all of them or none of them, you know, on there because you know a, 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 an announcement of a battle royal isn't going to move more tickets. Yeah, yeah I, fair. Um. Claudio and Jericho did a promo. We're going to get Jericho versus Claudio Castagnoli for the Ring of Honor world title. Sure. Why not? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Jericho wins it. Ah, yee, ooh. Uh, Mm. Because that will help get a TV deal. (sighs) Um... Mm. Penelope Ford defeated Willow Nightingale. Oh yeah, is she still not signed? Willow Nightingale. I, I, a... I think she's signed. If she's if she's not signed to an AEW deal, she's almost certainly signed to a Ring of Honor deal. Okay. Um. Uh, Lexi Nair did an interview with the Dark Order. They're all in the Golden Ticket Battle Royal. Oh yeah, and then uh, uh, the assistant, Mister yeah, the, the assistant, showed up. Showed up. Uh, Roosh said he was going to eliminate everybody, etc. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Ricky Starks said he was going to see Hobbs personally in New York. Uh, and Joey Samoe uh, beat Josh Woods. And uh, that was actually a good match. Yeah, it, it was a very good match. Um, Joe clearly getting back to, to ring shape. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he's always a big, red, sweaty mess after a <laughs> match anyway. True. So, And I would be the exact same way. I can't, you know, yeah. there's no uh, stones to be cast here. But uh, I, I never really watched much of Josh Woods, but. Um, 
he was he actually brought it to Joe and yeah, I, he's I, got I a good look. I, I like his look a lot. Uh, the short boys, the short shorts are yeah, they're 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 a bit questionable. Not <laughs> short. you have to be super jacked for those to work. If yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but so I, I, those I, quads I, and hammies are uh, working overtime for him. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but you know, on on the whole, uh, I thought it was good post match. Uh, Tony Nice tries to get involved. Uh, Sterling gets involved also. Out comes Wardlow, and we are getting Nice and Woods against Wardjo. Wow. Oh, Rampage. boy. So let's oh run boy. down those cards. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, both are at Arthur Ashe Stadium live Wednesday night. We are getting Pac defending the All-Atlantic title against Orange Cassidy. Okay. Which should fucking rule. I actually think OC might win. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Just, you know, he's double champ but i feel like they they might focus more on trios now yeah uh interim world women's title four-way match tony storm serena deep athena and Britt baker tony's gonna retain because i think there's still more with jimmy hater here mm-hmm. uh world tag team title match swerve in our glory of keith lee and swerve strickland defending against the acclaimed of anthony bowens and max caster everyone loves the acclaimed everyone's gonna love this moment yeah scissor me daddy ass capture lightning a second time in terms of the match itself though because i'm sure they can they're all very uh, talented uh ring of honor world title match claudio classic noli defends against chris jericho like i said i think if jericho were champ it would certainly enhance their abilities to get a tv deal but three title changes in one show yeah, th- three title changes and a new champion as the main event too. So, oh yeah, this is the, this is the finals too. Yeah, yeah. wow, yeah. Uh, that might be a lot. I don't know. I'll uh, I'll take Claudio just for for shit's sake. And then uh, AEW World Title because uh, all right. So Garcia turns on Jericho, joins BCC, uh-huh. and that's that's the angle. Aha! Uh-huh. Aha! Uh-huh. Got me turning full fuzzy bear there. Oh, okay, um, I was going barbershop of coming to America. <laughs> Later, Brian, where's the spoon? Where's the spoon? <laughs> uh, Brian Danielson, John Moxley. I think history will repeat itself as CM Punk leaves under controversial circumstances, and in turn, the new world champion is Brian Danielson. I'm going to will it into existence as well. Let's go, AEW champion Brian Danielson. Let's make it happen. And then Friday, we've got. <laughs> 2.0 of Angelo Parker and Matt Menard against Action Bronson and Hook. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Kingston versus Sammy Guevara. Eddie. Yes. Yeah. Jade Cargill defending the TBS title against Diamante. Sure. I mean, uh, you know, make, a, make her 38 or 39 or 40 or whatever the fuck whatever number she's up to. Uh, I think 38. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks. Ricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray Phoenix versus Jungle Boy. Please, God, let it be Ray Phoenix. Yes, please. And then a no disqualification <laughs> match. Darby Allen and Sting versus the House of Black. Brody King House and Buddy Matthews. House of Black really need the win here. But I feel uh, like, yeah, I feel like they're going to send fans home happy. So it's probably Darby and Sting. Uh, Darby needs something to do, though. He needs something other than fighting the same group of guys, even though him versus Brody rules. He, he yeah. needs he needs something. Shit. I, I would love to see Danielson versus Darby. That would absolutely that would rule. fucking rule. So. That would rule. Yeah. No, I'm here for that. Oh, yeah, and I don't of know. course, the Battle Royal. Yeah. Um, hmm. Which, yeah, I don't know. Who. If Danielson wins, let's go fucking Adam Page winning the title shot. Let's run that back again. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. One he's, last, he would be the biggest name in that Battle Royal, so. Definitely. One last extra credit question. Oh. Does Danielson leave? Arthur Ashe 
with the world title. Uh, if if he wins it, uh-huh. does MJF cash in the chip? So is, is it a, a money in the bank situation where you Certainly can cash sounds in like time? Certainly Man. sounds like it is. Who if if that's the case, then let it let Mox win. <laughs> no disrespect to Mox, but I feel like yeah. he's been calling out Mox. MJF had been calling out Mox, and he had that confrontation with Mox a lot more. Yeah, and Mox was supposed to take a six week vacation that he right that, that Kenny Omega is currently on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Omega fucks John Moxley again. Yeah. There's you. <laughs> <laughs> The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughHouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Rough House Redos, and Rough House Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough House, Rough Pod- House uh, podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. El Torito brand salsa, the only salsa meant for midgets. It comes with half as much corn, half as many tomatoes, and a half portion of freshly grown bell peppers, half as spicy as other salsas on the market. El Torito, the only dip worth the chip of the short ones. El Torito.